What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi. Today is Sunday, December 23rd. I know I'm a little late with this one, um, but you guys got to cut me some slack. Holidays, two kids, last-minute shopping, which I'm going to fucking do today, running around, doing comedy shows, back off, people. All right? I saw some other podcasts taking this week off. Did I do that? No. Okay, I'm here for you. Just a little late. This thing will be up soon. Okay, but uh, you guys are listening to episode number 91, the last Verzi Effect podcast before Christmas, and um, I'm looking forward to this one because I'm going to talk about... um, you know, a lot of different things. I want to talk about Christmas shopping and how annoying that could be. We're going to get into some sports. We got the unacceptable for the week. Um, you know, we're going to do all that stuff. So um, sit back, relax, and um, enjoy this this holiday Verzi Effect podcast, this Christmas Verzi Effect podcast, okay? Um, so sit there, sip in your eggnog. Or whatever kind of holiday bullshit you drink. I don't drink eggnog. I think it's fucking disgusting. Just what's in it. Just how it's made. I think it's gross. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. If there's a good eggnog recipe um, that could get me really, like, you know, get a nice buzz or something like that, then you could tell me about that. But I'm not, you know, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to, you know, eat like a normal human being, like I told you guys, trying to lose weight, still doing good. And, um, you know, I'll sip my whiskey at the end of the night. And uh, just, you know, wait to get into my fucking bed. That's that's how I do it now. So, um, first of all, a couple of things. The first thing I want to address here is the comments you guys made on iTunes. Thank you very much. You guys are finally listening to me, damn it. But, uh, no, I really appreciate it. I, there were, I think there were like six or seven or maybe even more than that uh, new comments on iTunes. And that's what it's going to take to get the Verzi Effect podcast into the top 100. That's what I'm trying to do, um, you know, for you guys as well, just to have it more out there and, you know, spread the word and everything like that. But I really appreciate the kind words and the compliments. And if there is um, any... You know, if there's any... Com- uh, co- Did my lights just go out? That's the weirdest thing. I'm sitting here. It's not even windy or anything. And my power went out. Uh, but I guess it doesn't matter. Because I'm doing this podcast. And I have I have juice on my, on my computer. But I don't know why the fuck the power just went out. Uh, anyway, no. Uh, keep leaving the comments. And, you know... If there's, all the comments have been great, but if there's anything, you know, that you want to say about it or that you'd like to hear on the podcast, please do that. But again, thank you guys for listening and going to iTunes and, and taking a, a couple of moments of your time to uh, give a review to the to the show. Really do appreciate that. Uh, also, the podcast is sponsored by Butterfly Radio, butterflyradio.com, and the free app on your iPhone. Uh, Butterfly Radio app allows you to go to your favorite podcast on Butterfly Radio and um, send me a direct audio message, which can be up to five minutes. So you could click on your favorite podcast on there. For example, you click on the Verzi Effect, you send me a uh, five-minute audio message, and I will get back to you, shout you out on the show, and do all that stuff. It's a really great app. If you have an iPhone uh, and you like podcasts, it makes no sense to not get it. Also, if you go to ButterflyRadio.com, you can register and have your own podcast show, put up your own stuff, uh, multiple podcast channels. So you could talk about, if you're a boxing fan, you could do a podcast on boxing. If you're a fucking sp- if, uh, you know, a basketball fan, you could do that. Whatever you want to do, you could do that if you register on ButterflyRadio.com, post up your pictures and have your own channel uh, or channels. Okay, speaking of that, uh, I got another, I got another um, audio message on Butterfly Radio from um, Sean. Sean Cuts, I believe it is. What up, Sean? Shouting you out, brother. Appreciate it. Thought the story was hilarious. Um, Sean was talking to me about how he, <laughs> how he basically was a wrestler and a good wrestler, and uh, he went up, he went up to uh, a family's like farm or something. And uh, some fucking redneck douche or whatever got in his face or wanted to get in his face and start fucking with him and tried wrestling around with him. 
And in front of his whole family, this dude, Sean, just fucking slammed this guy down hard. Absolutely hilarious. And it's really, you know, and you know what's funny about that? Like, I I don't know if anybody listening to this, I'm sure it's had to happen. You know, it's had to happen with, with somebody you know, it's happened with me. It's already happened to, uh, you know, one of my listeners, and I'm sure it's happened to more listeners. But getting into a physical altercation in front of family um, is one of two things. It's it's kind of cool because it kind of lets your family know, like, listen, man, like, I'm a nice dude and I'm a family guy, but if you fuck with me, like, I'm not, like, you, that shit's not going to fly with me. So it kind of lets your family know that, like, you're, like, a no-nonsense guy when the shit hits the fan or when things get serious. But then on the awkward side, it's like, holy shit, do we invite this guy over ever again? <laughs> you know? But I think I think it has to do with the family member. If people know you, know you're a good dude, know you're not really a fucking somebody that wants to do that, but, just, you know, then it's fine. But uh, thanks a lot, Sean. That was a hilarious story. Uh, also appreciate the support on the podcast, man. Thanks for your kind words. And, uh, you know, please keep listening. Uh, You're appreciated, buddy. So thank you. And anybody else, do what Sean did. Um, You could do what Joe did it last week. All you got to do, go to Butterfly Radio, get the app on your iPhone, and just drop me an audio message, man. And we could talk right through here, and I'll shout you out and everything like that. Um, I want to definitely make the podcast show, you know, really friendly to my listeners and um, show my appreciation that way. So um, that's how we'll do it. Now, um, I was just performing at, this is another reason why I'm doing the podcast here on Sunday instead of early on Saturday or late on Friday because um, it was just, it's been crazy with the Christmas shopping and I was performing uh, at the Stress Factory Comedy Club um, in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Great comedy club, probably the best club in Jersey. Um, just, you know, great crowds and, and, you know, it's been there for, for many years and I think 20 some years, 20 years. It's, it's a great room. Um, it's right on the, it's right near the, uh, basically it's like a mile away from, I don't know what the hell that noise was. Something just beeped. Uh, I may have to figure that out in a second, but, um, it's right on the Rutgers campus and it's, it's an awesome room, but on this particular weekend I was dealing with just fucking douches uh okay all the power just came on this is weird this is like fucking do a ghost podcast next I don't know what the fuck's happening here lights going on beeping buzzing as the Verzi effect podcast stays strong and keeps going it's going to happen. It's going to be a fucking apocalypse. And I'm going to be like, alright, we're doing episode 150. Everybody's dead. I hope I got one listener out there. Today we're going to talk about... Alright, hold on. I got to figure this shit out. I'll be right back. What You guys won't know the difference. Okay, I think it was my alarm. It was. It was my alarm. And since the power went out, the alarm started beeping. So I had to disarm the shit. Fucking alarm. Waste of fucking money, man. Seriously, just going to get a dog. I just want to get a big-ass shepherd or some shit and just keep it by the door and be like, look, if you hear anything, just go nuts. But anyway, so I'm at the Stress Factory, New Brunswick, New Jersey, right near the Rutgers campus. Uh, It gets a great mix of people, but on this particular weekend, like I was saying, I don't know. It was a fun time, but there was just always, and for every comedian, there was just always a dick or something. So here's how stupid people are. And I know I goof on Jersey a lot, but in my defense, I went on stage, not bullshitting, got on stage, okay, in front of many people from Jersey. They were basically all from Jersey. And right as I grabbed the mic, see, I don't play that bullshit pander into the crowd anymore. You know, I, you know that's like young comedian shit. Like, oh, I want everyone to like me. Now I just want to be real. So I got on stage and I literally was like, oh my God, I fucking hate Jersey. And some people are like booing. Right when I got on, I'm like, no, you could boo. It just smells like shit here. The fucking disgusting chemicals. It's fucking awful. Traffic sucks. And like, I just went right at these people. So, you know, but, you know, then everything was cool. You know, totally, you know, half joking with the people. Just doing my thing. Having a good time. You know, being being as honest as I can. And 
one of the shows, there was always kind of like a dick in the show. Like one kid was there with 10 people for his 21st birthday, and he, he just sucked. He didn't get it. He was talking. He was trying to enjoy it. I don't know if he was too drunk. I shut him down a couple of times. He didn't like it, but he, he stayed kind of tame. It was okay. The other night, and I tweeted about this. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to think of the nights. The Thursday night was the guy who was 21 years old. Yeah, Friday night, not last night. Friday night, there was a guy sitting in the back, and he came in with a buddy, and uh, I don't know. At first, I thought they were like European, but they weren't. They were American. They were just dicks. Um, same thing. Oh, no. Anyway, so they come in, and they're with their women, and they're sitting in the back of the club, right? And during the host... I'm I'm sitting in the back, you know, just waiting up there. I, I just finished um, eating. I grabbed a water. I'm waiting to get announced to go on stage. And this table in the back is yelling at the host. And they're trying to interact with everything that he's saying. And the host is like, sir, like, please shut up. And the guy's like, oh, this and that. So the guy's just talking a lot. And I hear the manager go over to the waitress and go, can you go over and tell that table to shut the fuck up? So, obviously, she goes over there without saying shut the fuck up. She just goes over there and she says, can you guys really need to keep it down and stop talking? So, she walks away and I look at her and I say, what did they say when you said stop talking? This is before I go on stage. And she goes, the guy just goes, this is bullshit. Now, when she said that, I knew, I knew that there was going to be a problem. So... The host is like, blah, 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 ladies and gentlemen, blah, this guy's funny, da, 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 Paul Verzi. I go on stage, and I st- I'm not going to lie to you people. I'm always honest to you guys. If I do well, I do well. If the crowd sucks, I'll tell you. If I don't do well, I'll tell you. Um, I go on stage, and like the first minute I'm on stage, not even I start killing the room, right? I start doing really, really well. And I could tell the crowd was like, all right, this guy is in control, um, you know, this guy's funny, let's sit back and enjoy, and I had the attention of everybody, so I start going into my, another joke after getting a big laugh, and the table in the back talking, laughed at my joke really hard, and then they start talking right after it, so I kind of let it go, they settle down, they listen to the next joke, they laugh, and then when that joke is done, I have the attention of the whole room, and this fucking asshole table starts talking again. So now, everybody's really enjoying the show. I'm enjoying my set, and I'm genuinely having fun doing what I do. And I'm about to go in, and I'm like, alright man, I got these people, you know, the next whatever, half hour, 25 minutes right now is going to be really fun, and and this is a fun time, and I feel like I could could go anywhere with this set, and they'll follow me, and I was in a, a, a nice mood. And this guy goes... He starts talking again. And finally I go, listen, this is not this is disrupting people that are really having a good time. So I go, Sir, you guys gotta you guys gotta stop. Like, what are you guys talking about back there? He goes, No, we're agreeing with you. We like you. I go, Okay, just just don't talk. I go, just you know, laugh and, and I appreciate it, but just don't and I'm being as nice as I could be for as a comic talk as a comic dealing with somebody who's being loud and disruptive. I'm being nice still. Like I said, I'm in a good mood. And I go, okay, no, that's great, sir. If you could just, you know, not talk. And he goes, I don't get it. We're agreeing with you. We're saying you're doing your job well. I go, I understand that. I go, but just laugh. That's how a comedy club works. You laugh. I tell a joke. You laugh again. And it go, he goes, I don't get it. And he starts getting really like, like he starts talking shit. And, and he's like... What what's the problem? We like what you're doing. You're doing your job. We're laughing. We're enjoying ourselves. And then this is when I go, sir, you're talking and disrupting people. That's not how a comedy club works. And now he stands up. And he goes, you know something? This is bullshit. You know, I, I'm just gonna leave. And I go, are you serious, dude? Like I was just like, are you serious? And not not because I was worried about him leaving. I go like, are you just? And he goes, you know what? Whatever. This is. I go, sir, you don't know how to shut up. You're supposed to. We're enjoying the show. This and and, and he just didn't get. It. He this guy did not see. This guy was about this guy. Okay, this guy was about causing a scene. Uh, this guy was about attention for himself. This guy just sucked. 
He really did. He was a fucking asshole, okay? And he I don't know if he wanted to prove to the people at his table that he was cool. I don't know if he was trying to impress some dumb bitch he was with. And I call her a dumb bitch wholeheartedly from the bottom of my heart because if she's with him, that's what she is. Okay, I don't know what he was doing. All I know is this guy was either insanely stupid or just a narcissistic sociopath who everything was about him. He did not get... So what does that mean? Every time you tell a joke, this is, according to his crazy philosophy, this was what that means. Okay, a comedian's on stage being funny. That's a great joke. We're going to talk after every joke we enjoy. If everybody did that in the crowd, it would sound like a fucking cafeteria. That's not how it works. And this is a crazy part. There are instructions at the beginning of the comedy show, and I remember specifically hearing the instructions from the host go, guys, listen, you know, typical comedy club rules. Okay, for you people that don't know, if you haven't been to a comedy club, typical comedy club rules are, please turn all the cell phones off, table conversation to an absolute minimum, treat it like you're at a movie theater, you know, laugh at the jokes and everybody's going to have a good time. This guy obviously didn't take that, so, so his whole thing is, no, 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 if you're funny and we're laughing at you, we're talking about how we're enjoying you. It's like, you don't do that, you fucking laugh, I'll get that, everybody will get that point when you laugh at the fucking joke and let the comedian do what he does. This guy didn't get it. So this guy goes, you know what? I'm out of here. This is bullshit. You know, you know, I said, no, just have a good... He goes, I was having a good time until now. So now the guy causes this like a scene and starts to walk out. And he goes, you know what? Now I'm leaving. Okay? You j and everyone starts clapping when he says I'm leaving, which was so fucking great. Like all those people were so cool having a good time. You know? Um, it was awesome because it was just total just validation of him being a dick. And, and he clapped and... And he goes, you just lost a fan, buddy. And I go, good, good. I, I don't want you as a good. That's great. If I could lose more people like you, I said something, right? So now he's walking out and the manager is like escorting him out. And I'm on stage looking at him leaving. He's like, you know, saying some stuff. And then like, I don't know if you guys remember the scene in Casino where Pesci throws Sharon Stone out of the restaurant, and she's like, fuck you, I'm not afraid anymore, I'm gonna go to the cops, and Pesci just stays calm, and he goes, okay then, okay, be safe, all right, it was kind of like that, it was really funny, he's leaving, and he's just chirping at the mouth, and I'm on stage, and I'm like, all right, good, all right, take care, and he's like, yeah, whatever, and then all of a sudden, he puts this fucking over-the-top winter hat on, right, like puffy on the side, puffy, just this ridiculous, I mean, it's one of those hats that you would need in Alaska or if there was a fucking avalanche outside. Like, it, it was such an unnecessary fucking hat that this asshole was wearing. So as he's talking, I go, all right, okay. All right, spies like us hat. I just called it spies like us hat, like, as he's getting escorted out. And he's like, oh, really? And, like, he, and like I just start, like, humiliating the guy as he's leaving. I go, okay, then. All right, take care. And then this was the best part for me. I actually got a huge laugh by making fun of him, but I actually dissed the entire crowd while making fun of him. I go, okay then, all right, and he's leaving, and I go, no, 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 guys, you know what, man, don't, it's it's not, he's from Jersey, he can't help it, and everyone starts laughing and clapping because I basically called back how I said I hated Jersey, I go, no, he can't help it, he's a fucking, he's from Jersey, he's a moron, he's from Jersey, and they clapped and liked it. Which was gratifying to me because I had them not like me dissing Jersey at the beginning. But now I flipped it on everybody. So I really just bent them over and fucked them. Which was awesome. And um, the guy left. And then casually his girlfriend got up later and left. And, um, and then the rest of the table stayed and enjoyed it and shut up. And I did my thing and I had a good time. But just there's always an asshole. And it's like what we were talking about with that one family member on the last show or, you know, the, the unfortunate incident that I got into as I sit here doing my podcast with my hand wrapped up in a sling and shit, which will hopefully be better in a couple of weeks. But there's just always something when I, I just can't stand it. But, you know, I got to say that I really been having an epiphany lately and, um, I mean this, and I didn't plan to talk about this. I'm actually just going off, like, just going off with this right now, and um, I want to give advice to to people and to listeners, and I hope this helps. Um, but I, I really like came to the realization. 
I think it was like a couple of days ago where I just said to myself, you know something, man, like we're all going to die, you know. Um, see, that's what I like to do. I like to bring a, a, a good, happy show <laughs> to a screeching fucking halt by talking about us all dying. But no, like I, I just don't have time for the people that just don't make sense, man. I really have come to that. I, I, I'm, I'm at the point where it's like, don't just settle and feel like you have to do it, man. Just you don't have to do it. Be around the people that make you happy. Life is too short, man. Like I'm really, I'm fucking done. I'm done with people. I really am. Like there are people that I just don't need, don't want. People that I used to try to be nice to just to try to like make a situation easier. Fuck it, man. You just don't need them. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Some people just suck. For example, what I said about that asshole at the show. Some people just aren't cool, man. They really aren't. Some people need a fucking beating. Some people just need to be ignored. Some people, you know those people, like always people say, oh, I feel bad. So-and-so's alone on the holidays. You know something? Maybe so-and-so's alone on the holidays because they fucking deserve to be. Maybe so. Maybe so and so's alone on the holidays because they were a fucking asshole one too many times, okay? And now they're getting what. I'm really a believer in like you get in this life, you get back what you give. I'm a. I am a believer in that. You get back what you give. You know, if you're a fucking asshole, eventually it's gonna come back to you, and and vice versa. If you're a good person, you know, even if you hit some bumps in the road, I think eventually if you stick with it, it's all good. So, um, I guess the advice I'm trying to say is if there's that, if there's shits in your life and, and it's just, and it has to do with whatever, if it's somebody at work and you just like have to try to just don't, you don't have to do it anymore. If it's somebody that you want to make like you, we all want to be liked. We're all fucking insecure pussies in, in some sense, you know, fuck them. Seriously. It feels so good. Let go of it. Let it go. It's a cancer. Cut the shit out. If it's somebody at work, if it's a family member and you want to make it peace because it's a family member, if you want to, if, it, if it's an in-law, if it's, if it's, you know, if it's your, your, your wife's sister, if it's your wife's brother, if it's your fucking, if it's an uncle that just shows up and you fucking hate him because of an incident, you're just tired of it. Just fucking end it. Just be like, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter. Don't do it to yourself. That shit will age you. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, look, man, I got kids. I got a fucking wife. I got a career right now. I don't have time. Nor do I want to put time or effort for you. It would be like if I was upset about that guy leaving the show. You know, I, I've... I, I No, I, good, go, go. Well, you just lost a fan. You're not a fan, number one. First of all, you don't fucking know me yet. I just started my show, so don't say you're a fan, okay? And if you knew me and you came to the club just specifically to see me, you wouldn't have acted like that. So you didn't know me five minutes ago, so don't fucking act like you're hurting me. You're not. Leave the fucking show. I don't want you as a fan because that means if you're at other shows, you're going to fucking talk and narrate my set to everybody who you're sitting with like some fucking you know, entitled asshole, instead of just enjoying a fucking performer who's on stage, I don't need you, leave, and that's how I feel about it, I feel that on all levels of people, family, uh, you know, uh, peers, co-workers, you know, even going to the mall shopping, which I'm going to get into, because I that's what I'm going to do, I'm finishing my shopping today, uh, I always kind of do, I always finish up the day before Christmas Eve, uh, maybe a last minute thing on Christmas Eve, but you know, today's my big shopping day and I'm going to do that afterwards. But even if someone's an asshole in a store, you know, like uh, I'll give you an example. I was at a comedy club and I obviously I can't use names here cause I want, I want to continue to work, but there was a manager at one of the comedy clubs who was a female and she would always kind of walk around and like, Kind of not treat you bad, but not treat you good. And I didn't know if it was purposely or not at this comedy club. I didn't know. Okay. And this is years. I've been going to this comedy club for years. And she would walk around and she would kind of like not make eye contact and she would do that thing. And I realized the last time I was at the club what she was doing. And I played the shit back on her. 
what she was doing was she wanted to do that in order to make a performer because she's a manager. She may be the one paying your check. She may be the one watching you. You know, you never know. Hey, she could be talking to the owner. You never know. So I would always try to be like, you know, want her to like me. And be like, why is she walking around? Is it something I did? Which is such a fucking piece of shit thing for people to make you feel like. You know? And I realized what she was doing. And I fucking flipped it on her. So when she would walk by and walk and look. And like I said, she wasn't mean. But she would just walk by and look. I wouldn't look at her. And then if I like there was quick eye contact, I would turn away. And I totally would act the way that she acted to me. To the point where after that, she was nice to me. That's a shitty person, man. That's a fucking bullshit person. I don't need that. You don't need it either. Nobody needs it. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out of your life. Cut the cancer out and get rid of it. It's bullshit. And that's how I feel about everything. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just... You know, you don't have time for it. You don't have time for it. Trust me, I know you all want to be liked. We all want to be liked. We all want to be accepted. We all want this and that. Some people not. Some people got this shit down and I could learn something from them. There are some people who truly don't care. I'm the type of person that, you know, um, you want to be accepted. You want to be, you know, I don't know if that kind of is kind of like deep rooted of, you know, being a comedian. I mean, I've always, ever since I was like eight years old or whatever, I would do impressions of Eddie Murphy from the movie Beverly Hills Cop. I would always, always try to make people laugh and have fun doing it. But you also want people to like you. I don't know if that goes along with it. I don't know what it is. But I have this thing where I want to be treated the way I treat people. And the people that don't do that used to bother me. Now I realize the people that don't do that are just shitty and you almost feel bad for them. And that gives me peace. If that makes me a dick, I don't know. If you guys understand it, fine. But that's kind of one point that I wanted to, um, you know, to, to, to talk about. So, you know. And you know what? I guess I guess that that's probably the best unacceptable for the week. So I'll make that unacceptable for the week. We'll, we'll, we'll get to this unacceptable now. Unacceptable for the week is people who just kind of... Maybe go out of their way to make you feel bad and make you feel like you did something wrong. Fuck those people. It's unacceptable. That's not unacceptable for the week. That's unacceptable in life. But that's going to be this podcast, uh, 91's Unacceptable. You know, that asshole who fucking wanted to be, you know, wanted to make me feel bad by saying I lost a fan. Fuck you. That's unacceptable. Leave. I don't want you as a fan. Anybody that makes you feel like that. Okay, any of these people that need to be cut out of your life, it's unacceptable. That's what you do. That should be your New Year's resolution. My gift to you from the Verzi Effect podcast, New Year's resolution. Anybody that doesn't make sense, anybody that you have to question in your life that is just a douchebag who should be fucking hit by a car, just get them out. Get them the fuck out. You know? And then they walk up to you with a drink. Hey, man, just want to let you know, man. I hope everything is cool. And then you got to put the, yeah, no, no, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Did you have the chicken? The chicken was a fuck him. Just be like, whatever, dude. You know what? Like, whatever. Give him the fucking cold shoulder or like make it as comfortable as you can make it for yourself without it being awkward until that person leaves and g- until they get the fucking point where they're just not going to show up anymore or you just don't talk. And it feels good. Fuck them. I was actually thinking about this shit on my ride home last night from Jersey, just about people in my life and things that are like, you know, just like, you know, bother you. I was thinking about it and I was alone in my car. You ever do this shit? I was alone in my car. This is going to sound crazy, but I got to be real. And I started getting angry and I started making up these like hypothetical fights with these people that haven't even happened yet. And at one point, I caught myself in the car yelling, like having an argument. (laughs) I caught myself having an argument in my car with like one of these people in my life that I just like kind of just could do without. And like I made this whole thing up. And like at one point, I was like, all right, you got to you got to start listening to some Christmas music or something because you're you're you can't hold this. And it wasn't like I was holding some deep root. I just was like, I'm just, I'm fed up, man. I'm fucking fed up with everything. You know, but it's the holiday season. 
and you want to be happy. You know, it's funny. I got all mad. It's funny around this time of year with all the radio stations playing Christmas songs. So you could be like outside of your car fighting with somebody or just pissed off and just be like, you know what, fuck everything. This and that and all of a sudden you're like, just hear those sleigh bells ring. And like you can't like, and I don't, I want regular music when I'm mad. I can't listen to that shit. It's just like the same reason I'm not a morning person. Like I can't just wake up and start skipping out of bed. You know those people, they whistle while they fucking brush their teeth. I can't do that at all. <laughs> whistle while you brush your teeth. Oh, by the way. Um, when I was doing the show and I did that joke on my, on my podcast or that thing that I said was going to be a joke about how my daughter, I have to clean her piss and shitty diaper right away, but my son could stand around with, um, you know, shit in his pants for an extra 10 minutes if I'm doing something, you know, he's a boy. Um, you know, he's shitting your, hold, hold some shit in your pants for an extra 10 minutes watching SpongeBob or whatever. You're a little boy, man. You know, you got to toughen up. The joke has been really working, so. I got that from the podcast, and, uh, you know, I know I laughed at that like a fucking idiot, but I had fun with it. But that's all I wanted to make clear, is, uh, you know, just get it out. Get it out, and, and you'll get a freedom. You'll have this, like, freedom. You feel like something lifted off your ch- off your shoulders. You're like, oh, my God, yeah. Actually, why would I even want to carry that? You know, it's like you're walking through the airport. It, this is how I felt like. It's like you're walking through the airport with these big bulky bags and you got a backpack on and your left hand you got some big fucking bulky leather bag with just too much shit and your other hand you got this big luggage thing and you just walk in and you're like wobbling and it's not good and, and all of a sudden you realize, you know what, I don't need one of these. I just really don't. And you let it go and then... You're just like, holy shit, I don't even need this other one, really. Like, really, if I really think about it, I'm just good with the backpack. And you just drop both of those bags and you walk again. And it's just like, holy shit, I didn't need it. You left it behind and you kept walking and, and you're lighter and it's easier. That's how, I, you know, that's, how you, that's how you feel when you just know you don't need to put up with it. Okay, so that was the little, I guess that was the, uh, that was the advice piece. Or the advice, you know, that, that's the message for this show, but let's get into uh, Christmas shopping, everybody. Okay, Christmas shopping is something that is both, in my opinion, therapeutic. I like doing it, um, but you do become selfish when you Christmas shop. Everybody becomes selfish when you Christmas shop because when you Christmas shop and you see something that you like for somebody else, you go, "Wait a minute, that shit would be dope on me." I was um, looking for um, I was looking for a pair of sneakers for my wife. I could say it because she's not going to hear this. I was looking for a pair of sneakers for my wife. You know, these cool color like Nike Air Max for women or whatever. I was looking and in the store I saw this black North Face like like uh, ridiculous thing. And I was like, man, that is so nice. Like, I want that. It was a gray one and a black one next to each other. And I was like, both of these would be awesome. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not here for me. Stop it. But you do that. You get a coffee for yourself. Okay, that's normal. Then you get something to eat. That's normal. But then you're like, fuck that. I feel like this is a day at the mall for me now. I just enjoyed that coffee. <laughs> I just got a good meal. I'm fuck. I'm getting myself some sneakers. Fuck that. Like, like, it's hard not to do that. But I like it. I'm a planner when I shop. I don't know about you guys, okay? Some people just go, like, I'm just going to go to the mall, and I'm just going to see what happens, and it'll be like four four hours. No, no, not me. I plan it. I'm a fucking sniper. I go in, boom, this store, boom, that store, that's it. So here's my plan for today. I'm going to go over to the mall, Okay. I'm going to finish my Christmas shopping, and then I'm going to go, and I'm going to watch the Giants game, which is at 425 East Coast time. And uh, and then if I have anything to finish up after the Giants game, I'll do that, and then I'll be done. I'll come home. Wife will be sleeping. I'll wrap the shit, and then I'll be done. And that's it. But something's come about that I have to bring to the attention of everybody listening here. Something happens to us. And it's happened to everybody. And it happened to me yesterday. I'm not going to lie. 
have you ever had to shop for somebody you were fighting with? That is the fucking worst feeling ever. You're fighting. You're getting into a, a, a terrible argument. Okay? I'm not going to lie. My wife and I got into a really big fight yesterday. It was a bad one. Okay? Not like... Like insanely bad, but like normal, like normal bad, but bad for the holidays. You don't want to be fighting with fucking your wife on the holidays and shit, right? Just one of those, like you know what? All right, fuck this. I'm going. You know, I had to go out to the show, and that sucks because I got to go perform, and you're arguing, and you know, it's 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 just not a good feeling. And then I'm Christmas shopping for my wife after having a fucking argument with her. Have you ever had to do that? Oh my god, it's it's. I don't even know how to describe it. So you go there and you're sitting in the fucking mall or, 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 or a store and there's shit there that you know you could get that she'll like and you're just like, in your mind, you're like, I can't believe this shit. Like we just had a really bad fight and now I'm like, and it's funny because when you buy something for somebody you're fighting with, you don't go as much into the detail about the gift. Like you don't give a shit as much. You know, they could be like, oh, so what colors does she like? And you just like, ah, whatever. If I just bag it, fucking, yeah, lime green and brown. Just give her the ugly one. Like, you, you have like a, you, yeah, it was, it's ridiculous. Here you are buying something with your money. You're purchasing something that you're going to wrap and do all this nice shit. And you're fighting with the person. I don't, it's like, I don't even know, you know, how to say it. And, and what can you do? You can't not. You know, Christmas morning can't come, and you'd be like, yeah, I was going to get you something, man, but that argument we got into, like, fuck that. Like, that would, that would go really bad. I guess I'm starting to find out shit about myself. I'm too prideful and spiteful, I think. Like, that's what I'm learning. I think everybody needs to look in the mirror and go, what's your weakness? I am too... Uh, uh, who out there is prideful and spiteful? I am, man. I get fucking pissed. And when I get pissed, I don't know if it's the Sicilian in me. We've talked about it before. Sicilians, man. Sicilians hold a grudge. They really, really do. It's a problem. Like, I, I've heard of Sicilian people and Sicilian families. Like, oh, yeah, we haven't talked in years. Like, one argument, and they haven't talked in years. Like, they just totally, like, from the same family. They and I'm starting to get that in a way, and I don't agree with it, but I'm starting to be like, oh man, you could see how somebody doesn't want to put the guard down because they feel like they're right in their heart. Now, I don't know. I mean, I'm not talking about that with my wife and shit, but I'm just saying when you shop for somebody, you're fighting with it's bullshit. That's all. Because you, when you shop for somebody, let's be honest, you want to be like, they want to, you, when you're buying something for somebody, you want them to be on like the top of your fucking happy list. You know, like you want to be like, oh, I can't wait. Because giving, giving gifts is a good feeling. You know, I, like give, if you give somebody something, okay, and you watch them open it and they really love it, that's a great feeling. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what giving a blowjob feels like, like giving a blowjob. I know what getting a blowjob feels like, which and it's an incredible feeling. It's the closest a, a straight man could know. <laughs> it's the closest a straight man could know what it's like to give a blowjob. Um, like for a woman, like like women, when you give a good like blowjob or whatever, that's that's like that's a very nice thing. And like, and you see the dude that you're doing it to, and he's really really happy with you, and really appreciative, and really enjoys it and likes it. Um, that's a nice, that's got to be a nice feeling for you, right? For the woman. <laughs> this may be a really fucking weird, like, example, but it popped into my head, so that's what we're going with. And so, I guess for me, giving a gift, like, you know, you give a nice pair of shoes or you give a jacket or something and you see the person open it and really like, oh my God, this is like, they're just, they love it. That's a really good feeling. Um... You know what's funny though? Probably the blowjob thing wasn't a good example because a lot of women just do that shit and don't want to do it. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, like, you know, even though it does, you know, make somebody else feel good. They're, they're like, they're like, yeah, I got to get this shit over with maybe. So maybe that was a bad example, but fuck it. All right. So here's the thing. 
women like the same shit for Christmas? Like, ladies, how many lotions do you need? How many fucking scented lotions from Bed Bath & Beyond do you need? How many fucking scented candles and how many soaps? And you get happy. You guys open up lotions and you're like, oh my God, this is watermelon, cucumber, fuck. And you guys are excited about it. If somebody gave me a bottle of lotion, I would think one of two things. One, they think I'm a fucking pervert who can't stop beating my dick. Or, or two, I don't know, two, I'm gay? I, I don't know. If somebody bought me a lotion for Christmas, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, listen, man, like, I mean, my, my skin's in good shape. Like, what, what, you know? A fucking Xbox game would have been good. To be honest with you, I would have taken, like, a five-pound bag of gummy, five-pound bag of gummy bears or something. By the way, I have a problem. I have a candy problem really badly. Okay, my candy problem is, I swear to God, I, I, I tweeted this yesterday. I'm like the Lamar Odom. I don't know if you guys know Lamar Odom, but Lamar Odom is a basketball player. He's from Queens. He played on the Lakers. He played on, the, he played on a bunch of teams, Clippers now. But he, like, has people buy him candy, like Sour Patch Kids, Gummy Bears, all this stuff, like, right after a game. And he's got all kinds of candy. They call him the Candy Man. He's got all these cavities and shit. I'm like that. Like, when I'm done a show and I stop at a gas station, I get gummy bears. I get taffy. I love candy. And I don't know why. Like, I love it. And last night, I'm, I know my wife buys me candy for my stocking. So I know in my house right now, there's Sour Patch Kids. There's gummy bears. There might be taffy. There's shit that I love in this house. And last night, I come home all hours of the night because I had to drive after the two shows in Jersey. And I'm searching my house like a crackhead for gummy bears. And I don't know, but I love candy and it's a problem. And, you know, I'm 34 years old. I'm not 12 years old. I don't know why I'm so in love with candy, but it's becoming an issue. And I'm doing good losing the weight and everything, and this is not going to help as I get older. But... Going back to the shopping, ladies, you're easy to shop for. You are easy to shop for because women want a few things. They want shoes. They want jewelry. They want lotion. They want, you know. I mean, dudes are easy too. But see, a dude will be disappointed and not really say he's disappointed. He'll just go to the mall and buy the shit that he wants himself. A woman, you got to get right. A woman, you have to get her gift and it needs to be right. Because if you don't, it's like, oh, you didn't put the time, you don't care, you know I like this, you know I hate that color, what do you mean you don't know my size, we've been together for years, or you calling me fat, what the fuck, like, it's gotta be like that. A dude, you buy him a pair of boots, you buy him a video game, give him some candy, like, you can be some fucking socks, give me new socks, new boxer briefs, maybe a fucking sweatshirt, like, I'm happy, I don't give a shit, I'm easy, I'm easy to shop for. It's very easy what I like. But a woman, shit. You know, the funny thing is, like my wife, I was like, yeah, just let me know. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, I'll make my choice. But just like, let me know some things that you want. And like, she just started doing the normal stuff. And then I all of a sudden I see the jewelry page. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is going to be nuts. Jewelry. That'll get you. But even that, you got to get the right one. And then, and, and you don't want to do the thing where, like, you know, like she tells you exactly which one. You just go pick it up. That's lazy. Got to put some caring, some thought into it. But the worst is when somebody, here's the worst. Worst thing about Christmas, by far. Worst thing about any holiday, especially Christmas or, um, I guess, yeah, Christmas, Hanukkah, wherever there's a gift exchange. And you're sitting in front of the person, okay? Watching the person open the gift you gave them, there is that stressful moment two seconds before they rip the tissue off and look at it. There's that, there's that like, all right, here it comes. Like their eyes are going to, their eyes are going to see what I just bought. And you're going to know there's an honest moment, no matter how much somebody tries to fake it, when their eyeballs initially see it. They either open their eyes a little wider, open their mouth, and smile. That's the happy part. But then you get the time where they look, 
And then if they like squint or go, oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, oh, that's nice. They fucking hate it. They hate it if they do that. It has to be a very honest look. And then, oh, nice. I wanted this. Thank you so much. Then you know it's real. But if they have to talk themselves into liking it in front of you, no, okay. Well, you know, yeah, you know, I actually do need this. I actually, because, you know, yeah, because I don't have one of these in my car. And it'll definitely help. So I'll throw it in the trunk. You cheap fuck. That's what they're thinking. You know? <laughs> but there is that moment when you when that person opens it, you 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 know, and like I my wife is not good at hiding if she really likes something or not. Like she she'll be nice about it, but I know right away. I know right away. She'll be like, um, Oh, where did you get uh, th- this is a this is a great telltale. Where did you get this? Now in their mind, they're thinking they're lying to you and they're making you think, "Oh wow, how did he know to go there and get this?" What they're really saying is, "I'm taking this shit back. I need the address of this place and they're ours right now." <laughs> Christmas shopping everybody. But I like it. There's something nice about it. There's something nice about being alone when you do it. You're just walking around. You see people in their sweaters. You see the fatties in the fucking food court. You you hear the music playing, you know. It, it's just there's something nice about it. There really is. Go sit down. I'm going to get a beer. Watch the game. It'll be a nice day. It'll be a nice day to myself. And um, my son's with my mother-in-law. And my daughter is running around with my wife. So I have the day here. And that's it. That's it. So, all right. So, that's it with shopping. Jeez, I can't believe we're almost 50 minutes in. This thing is... Man, this podcast is getting good. Huh? I'm telling you people, I'm doing this podcast lately. I don't know what happened. But I'm doing this podcast lately. And I remember being at like minute 25, minute 30, saying, all right, there's 15 minutes left and we're going to talk about this, this. Now, I look at it 40, 40 40-something minutes. I didn't even get to sports yet. Okay? I didn't even get to the plugs yet. All that stuff. Got to talk a little sports. Uh, the Knicks lost. The Knicks lost um, to the Bulls, and they are, I believe, yeah. The, after twenty-five games, they're nineteen and six. No, no, after twenty-six games, they're nineteen and seven now, um, which is amazing. Still the best record in the East, I believe, or right up there with the best record in the East. Uh, what can I say? Christmas Day, they play the Lakers. I love nothing more, as you people know, than watching the Lakers lose. So we'll see what happens. But all is well in New York, Nickland. Next big homestand, I'm definitely going to go to a game. I really am. Because um, it's one of those things where you walk into Madison Square Garden. I don't give a fuck where you are in the country. And I always get shit for it. Burr always makes fun of people who go nuts for the garden because he always says New Yorkers just, you know, think the garden is the best. No, I'm telling you right now. People know. I, I got to go there. I'm going to go there with either James Goff or um, Chris Italia, my manager. We're going to go into the garden and watch a game because it's, it's unreal. And the Knicks are, I believe, the Knicks are 11-2 and two at home. That's a damn good home record. 11-2 and two at home. Carmelo Anthony, next level. Sorry, Denver Nugget fans. I don't think he wanted to be there because now that he's got a coach that he likes and he's, oh, man, it's, it's getting good. But I have to, I'm not going to apologize because it's too early to apologize. It's too early to concede a, a loss here. But some of you guys wanted me to talk about NFL playoff picture. And I talked about the Packers, uh, who will make it. I talked about the Falcons, who will make it, even though I don't believe in them. But I did say, I did say the New York Giants, and I have to be honest. I really can't figure out this New York Giant football team. One week they go into Cincinnati and they lay an egg and they get the shit kicked out of them on a team they're clearly better than. Then the next week you think, oh man, the Giants are going to have not that great of a season. They got to come home and they got to play the Packers after a bye week. And then they beat the shit out of the Packers. They beat the shit out of the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco. And then they lay another egg... 
and shit the bed and get the shit kicked out of them against the Falcons and get shut out. And the New York Giants are the only team in history to put up 50 points one week. They put up 52 points against the Saints, and then the next week they get shut out uh, 34 to nothing. I think it's the only team to ever do that. I'll never understand this team. Now we're in trouble. We're tied. We are tied in the divi- uh, in the division um, with the Redskins and the Cowboys, but I realize that we, if it ends in a tie, we're on the short end of that because we have the worst record in the in the in our division games. So the only way we could guarantee ourselves into the playoffs is if we when we can control our own destiny. We have to beat the Baltimore Ravens today, and we have to beat the Philadelphia Eagles next week. If we do that, we're guaranteed to get a, a, a wild card. That's all the Giants need to do. Giants just need to get into the tournament, and as you people know, the New York football Giants, when they get into the tournament, anything is possible. Okay, I've seen it happen. They've done it the hard way. They've done it on the road all the way to the Super Bowl and won. I'm not worried about that. What I'm worried about is getting in this time. They can't play this bullshit, and if they lose, then they got to hope other teams lose, and it's going to be a nightmare. So you got to go into Baltimore and take care of business today. But I might be wrong about these playoffs, and I might be wrong about the Falcons because it looks like the Falcons now have home field throughout the playoffs, which means you have to go through Atlanta. Atlanta's got a shot, and even though they've never won a playoff game, who knows? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm hoping Eli can get his shit together, not throw intercept. You know what sucks when you know your team lost early? Like, Eli threw an interception the first play of the game, and you just had that feeling of doom, like, this is not. And then it just, everything just started to go bad. Speaking of going bad, the New York Jets offense, it was like, I'm not kidding around, I'm, I'm really not even trying to be funny here. It was the only example that I really had for it, and I'm serious. Watching the New York Jets offense against the Titans, watching Sanchez not even be able to throw the ball down the field, just dumping it to the left, dumping it to the right, tripping over his own feet. It looked like a fucking high school team. It was the worst, it was the most pathetic display of football that I've ever seen. I'm not even kidding you. I couldn't believe it. And the only example I could come up with watching it. It was like watching a puppy limp. You ever see like an adorable puppy in pain? It's not something you want to see, but you ever see like a puppy just like, because they frolic and they jump around. You ever see him just limping? That's what it was like, the offense. It was the worst thing I ever saw. And then they get a gift. They get a gift from Tennessee, and then they're still in the red zone, and they need a touchdown, and there's time. And then the snap hits him in the shin and he can't get it. And then the fucking running back kicks it and Tennessee gets it. It was the worst. You know something? Here's the bottom line. Rex Ryan blew his load early. And by blowing his load early, I mean he predicted Super Bowl. We're going to win a Super Bowl this year. Then the next year, no, this year we're really going to win it. No, no, this year we're definitely going to win it. And he kept saying it. And they went to a couple AFC championship games, never got there. And now it's over. They ruined Tim Tebow, period. I'm not even going to get into the Tim Tebow thing. It's been talked about way too much. They ruined Tim Tebow. They really did. Shame on Rex Ryan. Shame on the Jets. I really hope there's a fan or an NFL, somebody in the NFL. Actually, I think I do. I do have an NFL person who listens to this. And I just hope some way, shape, or form that this podcast, I, I, Rex Ryan would never listen because he's the type of person that as soon as he heard somebody whether it was a famous comedian or up-and-coming comedian or, or just a regular podcast show that he like got his attention for one second, as soon as he would hear some sort of like you know bashing on him, I just think his, the way his ego is, I don't think he'd even listen. But what, what Rex Ryan did to Tim Tebow was basically tell Tim Tebow that he's going to be in a ton of, ton of plays, they were going to put him in a ton of packages in, in in the offense, okay, and that he was going to get an opportunity, and it was a fucking publicity stunt. I really believe in my heart that the New York Giants winning the Super Bowl and being the fucking team in New York, which they are, okay, don't get it fucking twisted, everybody, okay? Fuck your Nets. Fuck your New Jersey Nets. They're not the Brooklyn Nets. They're the New Jersey Nets. Shame on you, fucker, if you're a New Jersey Net fan. Okay, because they're in Brooklyn now, and you used to like the Knicks. Fuck that. Horse shit. 
Okay, unless you were born and raised in Brooklyn and you said, oh, if Brooklyn ever had a team, I'd leave. Other than that, whatever. And when did you predict that? What are you, fucking Nostradamus? You fucking, you, oh, you traitor. Okay, Mets, whatever. You know, the Mets, they're another limping puppy. That's what I'm going to start calling these teams that just suck year after year. Limping puppies. Okay, fuck them. I'm tired of this shit. Poor guy comes to the New York Jets after being told why. You want to know why? Because the New York Giants, the team in New York, won the Super Bowl. All the press was for them. Big Mouth Rex and the owner, they can't take it. They're the secondary team, okay? They're a fucking orphan. They're a stepchild. Fuck them. You stink. I'm really angry about it for Tim Tebow. I really am. This kid could have went to Jacksonville, could have went to his hometown. The quarterback in Jacksonville sucks. Tebow would have gotten a shot to start. He's fucking sold this bill of... You know, he was just sold such a bunch of bullshit. And now the guy's career could be over. Who wants to take a chance on him? I think he may go to Jacksonville, but other than that, he could be done after what he did in Denver. You know, I'm not saying he's a good quarterback. He's not a good quarterback. I said it last year. He's not a good passer. Look what Peyton Manning's doing. Tebow would have never done that. Tebow snaps the ball and runs around like a chicken with his fucking head cut off with whatever athletic ability he has. I know that. But still, what the Jets did to him was just awful. Awful. And you know something? Just like the beginning of the podcast. See? See how things come full circle? Again, I did it. Damn, I'm a professional. You know what happened? Okay? What good things happen to good people... Bad things happen to bad people. When you do right by people, eventually it works out for you. When you do bad, and look, the Jets, they fucked with Tim Tebow. Okay? They lied to him. Now the last two games, they don't even give him the start. They give it to that kid from Alabama. After bringing him in, they could have at least not making the playoffs. They know they're out of it. Could have at least give Tim Tebow something. But they're afraid if Tebow does good and then all of a sudden they look shitty if they get rid of him. It's just awful. But now look what happens to the Jets. You got fucking Sanchez running into his center's ass and the ball flying all over his fucking helmet. You got Sanchez getting the ball kicked in his shin. He doesn't know what he's doing. He can't throw the ball. Good. You get It's coming back. It's coming back. And I hope Tebow gets a chance in Jacksonville. And she, I hope that this is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping he gets a shot in Jacksonville. He does great in Jacksonville. And he plays the Jets. And the Jets need to win to make the playoffs next year. And Jacksonville knocks him out with Tebow at quarterback. There's my spite coming out again. I'd love to see that. That would be great. But the Jets are just abysmal. It's the worst. It's the absolute worst. Sorry, Jet fans. I know that was probably hard for you to listen to, but you know something, you stink. And if you have any sense of logic or reason, you know that I'm right with that. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about sports. How long does the national championship have to take to be played in football? Six weeks. I don't want to watch the fucking, you know, the chapstick bowl with Toledo. And I don't want to, I don't care about it. Nobody cares about them. Unless you got money on them, but it's so stupid. Tostitos bowl, the chapstick bowl, the fucking, the new pair of socks bowl sponsored. But it's just stupid. We got to wait another two weeks for this game. Or a week and a half for the game. And, you know, and I, I'm making a prediction now. I think Notre Dame is going to win. I, I don't know why. Because I know Alabama probably has an overall better team, but it just seems like the ride that Notre Dame's been on, and when they actually get there, I don't know. I just got a weird feeling. Could be wrong. I got a weird feeling. Maybe my weird feeling is Alabama blowing them out, but I, I don't know. I just think Notre Dame might pull it off. Which would be great. Okay, I'm going to get into some plugs now. And uh, we'll, go from, uh, we'll go from here. Check me out, guys. I will be performing at Levity Live next week with John Heffron. The 29th, 30th, and 31st. Levity Live, West Nyack, New York, one of the nicest clubs in the country. I will be there next weekend through New Year's Eve. There are two shows on New Year's Eve. The last one has the champagne toast, all that stuff. There's probably going to be 
confetti flying. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great show. Um, we're going to have a really good time. Uh, actually, Gina Brion, very funny comic. Uh, she made a quick stop on the podcast once uh, from Levity. She's going to be on the show. John Heffron's going to be on the show. And um, it's going to be a great time. So, you know, come come and, uh, and check it out. It's going to be, if you're in the New York area, I, I, I'm telling you, it's a can't miss. It's the opposite of the Jets. That show will be the opposite of the Jets. So come out to that. And um, I, uh, for for people on the road who listen to the podcast, I do support you. I mean, I appreciate the support. I do love you guys, and I'm going to be coming. It looks like I'm going to be coming back to Indiana. I'm going to be um, uh, hopefully coming back to Atlanta next year. Vegas is definitely coming back. And I'm also going to try to hit up some places I haven't been to, like, um, you know, Pittsburgh, try to get back to Cleveland. And um, I'd also like to do uh, Arizona and, uh, and, and it looks like San Francisco, which is one place I've never been. So hopefully 2013, I'm going to be definitely coming to a uh, comedy club near you. And I'd love you guys to come out, say what's up, and, um, you know, support. Uh, love my fans. Love everybody who, who listens to my show. And I appreciate it. Please go to Butterfly app, download it. Butterfly radio app on your iPhone, download it. And I will uh, get back to you, shout you out on the show and all that. And um, you could register on ButterflyRadio.com. If there is anything that you would like me to talk about, please, I will get back to you. As you know, I will, anything at all, um, like Joe, like Sean, these people who are coming on to my uh, Butterfly Radio uh, telling hilarious stories and stuff, let me know. Let me know if you have somebody in your family you want to cut out and shit like that's going on. Let me know. Uh, you know, if you have if a funny shopping story, anything that I talk about, even if I don't talk about it, okay, if there's a movie, you guys know that when I have time, I love to go to the movies. Oh, by the way, real quick, I know that I reviewed this movie, Ted, but um, I watched it again last night when I came home, just the beginning. Like, there are such subtle things when you watch the movie, Ted, again, that like the bear says and does, which is just so funny. He's like, look at me, I'm a fucking teddy bear, what am I going to do? Just shit like that, I was laughing my ass off. Um, if you're new to the show and you never heard me uh, do a review of the movie Ted, if you want to laugh, I'm not a weed smoker, okay? I'm not really a big weed smoker. I smoke weed a couple times a year. But Ted is the type of movie where I wanted to just take a couple of hits off of some really good weed. Like, really good shit. Like, you know the weed that's so good, you take, like, one or two hits, like, nice hits, and you're just, like, for a good, like, you're fucking high. Like, I wanted to do that and wanted to watch Ted because I would have laughed my ass off. And you would you know I would have damn well found that candy if I was high. I had to fucking flip shit over. Is that it right there? Oh, I just looked down and saw a bag that she was hiding from Target. And I'm wondering if the candy's in there. Holy shit, I think it is. I'm not going to do it now, but anyway, so please go to iTunes, leave comments again like you guys did. You guys are the shit for doing that. Thank you. Go to Butterfly Radio. Talk to me. Let me know anything, and um, and that's it. Uh, Levity Live. The, uh, oh, all my updated shows, go to the new www.paulverzi.com. That's V-I-R-Z-I. People still fuck that up. I don't know how. Somebody spelt it with a T the other day. I was like, how the, f like, listen, I've heard of a lot of things with my last name. You know, people think it's an E instead of an I and stuff. How do you put T in Verzi? I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah, I went, she was like, yeah, I don't know. I put it, I, I don't know how, how that happens. But um, V-I-R-Z-I, uh, com. It's got uh, clips up there and everything, and a couple of big announcements coming soon. I let you guys know I got some stuff coming up uh, when all, everything is confirmed, and um, might even be doing something. Uh, you know, I'm not going to mention that. I'm not going to mention that yet. Don't want to. Don't want to jinx it. But uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope. I sincerely hope 
that all of you who listen to this show, who've enjoyed the show, um, it's going to keep getting better and better. Um, I got some, I got some, you know, just like I've said before with the holidays and shit, it's really tough, but I got some guests coming on. I got some big name comedians that want to be on the show. It's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, I wish everybody from the bottom of my heart really, you know, happy and healthy holidays. Don't put up with the shit. Just enjoy yourself. Enjoy your families. And, um, and that's it. I, uh, you know, have a great one. I'm trying to think. Is this when is New Year's? All right, so I have one before New Year's, right? Yeah. Why, why am I? Why am I not getting the dates? I don't understand this. Yes. Okay. Today is Sunday, which means yes, I will do one before the New Year. So yeah. So next week, what we'll do is we will do like kind of a um, a year in review type thing. Make fun of some shit that happened, and um, we'll we'll. We'll do the last show before the year, but this is the last one for the ho- before the holidays. All right, so wear your ugly sweaters, um, and you know, eat your food, enjoy every everything. And until episode ninety two, thank you again, everybody. I wish you all the best. Happy holidays, ho ho ho, all that shit. I hope you had a good Hanukkah for my Jewish listeners. I don't know what Kwanzaa is. I really fucking don't, which is sad. I think I think it's something black people celebrate. I don't know what it is. Um, and uh, and Merry Christmas. Uh, thanks everybody. Talk to you soon.